Good evening. Um, as she said, I'm State Senator Shelley Hughes, and I work in the state capitol, which makes me feel a little awkward in this in this room right now because I'm not used to being in a room so full of so much brain power. So, you know, I counted there were, I think, about nine speakers before me, and we're really all here for the induction ceremony. So I'm standing between you and the induction ceremony and, of course, the cake. So I, I, will, I will try to move right along. And um, I was also um, told that, you know, we've been talking about inventions and patents and commercialization and all these things. And I've also, was, when I was first an elected, became an elected official six years ago, I was advised, whenever you get up and speak, make sure you have a really good opening, a really good closing, and make sure they're as close together as possible. So we will work on that too. But I'm so excited about everything we've, we've been talking about tonight because Alaska is a young state and it's, it's full of opportunity. And that actually makes me think of a story about a state that's been around a lot longer, Michigan, and a story of four brothers, the, the uh, Goldberg brothers. And their names were Lowell, Norman, Hiram, and Max. And it was 1946, and they invented the first auto air conditioning. And they got Henry Ford's attention, and it happened to be a very hot day, about 97 degrees in Detroit. And they convinced Henry to climb in, the, in their vehicle, in, which was about 130 degrees, and they turned on the air, condition, air conditioning, and Henry was just, just very excited, as you can imagine. And immediately, he said, come up to my office, and they haggled over the patent. And finally, after some discussion, and the, and the four brothers wanting some recognition, they, they decided on four million, which back in the day was a good chunk of change. But they also wanted recognition as brothers. And so that is why today, when you get in a vehicle, a Ford, and you look at the air conditioning, the, uh, you will see the four brothers recognized on that air conditioning control. Low, Norm, High, and Max. It's been an enjoyable time, but it's also been it's astoundingly impressive to hear the panel thank you so much. Um, very inspirational. And you know, you think of, you, it starts with out-of-the-box thinking. It starts with an innovative idea, creativity. But as we've just heard demonstrated, it also in, involves a very important quality, and that's bravery, risk-taking. And, um, and we've just heard demonstration of that. And uh, Paul Hogan ha alluded to that, that quality of risk-taking. It's, it's like, and I'm guessing some of the panels experience this, it's like biting off more than you can chew and then chewing as fast as you can. And I think some of these projects, and, and that's part of the process, Ray Bradbury put it, and some of you may have heard it, it's like jumping off a cliff and building your wings on the way down. So it, it can be scary stuff, but it's, it's thrilling stuff too. And um, then uh, the famous uh, German writer and statesman, um, Goethe, he, he described it as boldness, and three ingredients is part of that boldness. And you've seen it all here tonight, ingenuity, power, and magic. And in a little bit, we'll have the ceremony, and that will be a manifestation of that boldness, and you'll see a little bit of magic up here. Um, but it, it's just not the, it, it isn't just the innovative idea. It's not just the, the boldness, the risk-taking, the bravery. 
But it also, and we've heard it tonight, has to do with collaboration. It's a team effort. And we, we heard testimony of that tonight. And there's something very synergistic about a team. And I don't have to tell this crowd that. And, um, but I also know, along with, with, like, Helena, who's been such an encouragement to these folks and actually sounds like recruited some of them, that there, we also we receive support from others, you know, whether it's a family member or a friend or perhaps someone willing to invest. And we're really appreciative of those that have stood behind those that are going to be honored tonight. So I'd like to take a moment and let's just give a hand to all those that have supported those that have ventured down this route. Now, there's another group that's not here to clap for you, but I'm here to represent them, and that is the state legislature. And you may not be aware, I'm not even sure if you're aware, doctor, that this spring we passed a, res a resolution in the state uh, legislature, and it is entitled, uh, let me get it right, Proclaiming 2019 to be the Year of in Innovation in Alaska. Now, we're, we're coming right up on 2019. It's going to be here before you know it. And I'm going to talk about that resolution in a minute, but I want to back up to first talk about how what my foray is was into this field, this field of innovation and technology, disruptive technology and invention. Um, my very first committee assignment, because I'm very passionate about economic development, was to um, chair the Committee on Economic Development World Trade. Um, I also had two constituents, two, they didn't know one another, come to me and they asked me to submit a piece of legislation to ban drones, unmanned aerial systems. This was back, this was about six years ago, when, our, when we thought of a drone, we thought of something scary, we thought of Big Brother spying on us. The stock photos that would be in literature were often of a, a mean-looking military drone. And um, people were, in other states, there was legislation out there to ban them. And I said, well, you know, I, I need to do some research. And so I started reading up on unmanned aerial systems. And what I discovered was we shouldn't be banning them. We should be encouraging them. It was an opportunity. It's a tool, and in the wrong hands, it could be bad. But in the right hands, what an opportunity, especially for a state, when you look at the map at all, at the few roads we have, the, and how important aviation is, I realized that this was really something that Alaska should um, harness for good. And so instead of submitting legislation to ban drones, I submitted le uh, legislation to start a task force that existed for five years so that we could monitor, we could encourage, we could take steps where we needed to safeguard the public or to protect privacy, but that we would encourage industry and so that is, is exactly what we did, and I'm very proud of that. In fact, um, earlier this week, I, I was invited, um, well, I'll back up. In, in the fall, there was an opportunity th through FAA for public and private entities to submit uh, applications to become one of the sites for what's called the IPP, Integrated Pilot Project, where they're going to try to integrate unmanned aerial systems into national airspace space where manned aircraft are flying. This is the very beginning of that. And so there were hundreds of applications across the state, and I heard that the number of folks in Alaska, there were maybe about six applications being worked on, and I heard that, and I got on the phone, and I spent three days calling people, and I said, you know, we'd have a better chance if you all got together on one. 
And so they did. They came together and put in one application, and they were one out of ten in the nation chosen. Then this week, an exciting announcement. They were, this is a first FAA that has granted permission in the nation as part of the integrated pilot project that the UAS, or the unmanned aerial system, could be flown purely beyond line of sight, so the operator doesn't have to see the piece of equipment, and in airspace approaching an airport. So a very big first. The specific location they're going to be allowed to do that is over the Trans-Alaska Pipeline near the Dead Horse Airport. But that, you know, I'm just so proud of that because it's something that is just opening doors. There were just a handful of people, and I will tell you they're all, and I don't know if Hel Helen has no known about this, but there are a few of the folks in Alaska that are working on inventions related to unmanned aerial systems. So it, it's just a great thing for Alaska. And so that's just kind of how I, how I got involved in, in some of my conversation with the doctor and why I'm here to support what's happening. But I want to talk about that resolution, the resolution very quickly. So those of you here that, that are, um, you know, really into this and support this, I want you to know that you've got some of us cheering and supporting you in the Capitol as well. So part of that resolution, we came to some understandings. And it's, that's what's great about something like that, traveling through the process, because it's very educational for all of us. And I, and I believe that we heard earlier how important it is for you know, the policymakers to realize the connection with innovation and invention with the economy, a strong economy. So here, I'm going to go down through a list of things. We understand, this would be the legislature, we understand the majority of jobs from are from startups. The National Bureau of Economic Research says there are three million new jobs a year uh, in companies that are less than one year old. We understand that 20% of innovation involves collaboration between multiple entities and half of those are between public and private entities. We understand we must culturally and publicly encourage innovation. We understand we must pursue policies that foster creativity and allow an environment where inventors and entrepreneurs can thrive. We understand that Alaskans' great ideas need a clear pathway to market success. We understand the role of the university and of research as far as the development of intellectual property and how vital that is to an effective innovation ecosystem. We understand ingenuity and innovation, and I think this is a very important one, support a dynamic and increasingly diverse economy. And all of that boils down, the bottom line as a, as a policymaker, that all boils down to improving the lives of Alaskans. And so as we celebrate the, the brave and bold innovators, the inventors, I'm here also celebrating the fact that we're on the brink of a new era, a year of in, in innovation. And because I'm celebrating it because I know it will benefit Alaskans. So in, in closing, and totally as a bit of an extra and on a, a lighter note, and um, maybe icing on the cake, Pretty soon we're going to honor those here in the, that are going to be inducted 
But um, after that, okay, we've got a lot of creative uh, imaginations in this room. So what I'm going to challenge you is after this serious stuff and we're having cake, I want you to think that, that one of these inventions in this room might be used by a speaker someday in a setting like this as part of a punchline. So what I want you to do is try to figure out, take one of those particular inventions that have been featured today and see if you can come up with a punchline. Maybe just like the guy who invented the shovel who bragged it was groundbreaking. Or the gal who invented the door knocker who boasted she won the Nobel Prize. So, but it, it has been incredibly and an enjoyable and invigorating evening, I'll have to say. So thank you so much for having me. I'm honored to be here. And um, I think now we should uh, honor the inventive and innovator, innovators and induct them. So, um, Doctor, I thank you very much.